Shalom Ubracha. How are you doing? Holy sisters and brothers, Baruch Hashem. From the lowest place, you can only rise up, right? From rock bottom, there is only one way, and it's up. So we're forcing ourselves up, up and higher and higher and higher as much as we can. And today, Bezat Hashem, we're going to learn exactly on that wonderful topic how to find ourselves rising and climbing above all the difficulties and all the life challenges that we are experiencing against our will, even sometimes. And we will try to understand also, as well, how there is a deep purpose inside all those challenges that we're going through. And that it's not just an empty experience who we need to deal with. Just that there is a hidden supervising hand of the loving Creator who push, pushing, guiding, tilting us to the right place, to the, to the correction and completion of our mission, of who we are. So the verse is saying, Even ma'asu habonim hayta lerosh pina. A stone that the builders, the one who are building, um, didn't like, they, they rejected that stone, became the headstone. It's, it's the stone that in the end of the process of building the house will be the central stone of the head of uh, the arch who is... Um, who is stabilizing the whole structure. So when the builders are um, building the house, so a simple thing is that every builder looks at the piles of stones that he needs to work with and he pick one of the stones and break it and hammering it um, designing it to be in the shape of a brick, of a square, and he puts it in the right place um, after fixing it to be in the right size. And then going back to the pile of the stones and picking the second stone, another stone, and designing it and, um, and carving it and building it to the same shape that will fit to, to that floor that he's building, to that line of stones, of bricks that he's um, putting into the building. Now, it's a known thing that the righteous people are building the building of the Shekhinah. They are fixing and correcting the souls. And every one of us is compared to a stone in that building. Now, it's written on the souls of Israel that... Tishtapechna avnei kodesh berosh kol chutzot. That holy stones will roll, will fall and roll in the alleys, in the cities of, uh, in the streets of the cities. It means that some of those holy stones of the souls are not being set by the builders inside the building. And they are falling and rolling in the alleys, and they are block stones. They become obstacles between the legs of people. Now, when the builder 
is choosing those stones to work with and to put them from the pile in the line in that floor that he's building so there are stones that are very very close to the shape that he needs that are already close to be square and and um, and flat and he can easily put them into the building but there are stones that are very very hard to design and he needs to spend a lot of time working a lot of effort and a lot of sweat on designing that stone to fit into the building some of the stones he's putting aside and he will use them for the corners for the angles for that floor for that floor for that level for that use and some of the stones are so hard to design that he just throw them away now the verse is talking about that kind of a stone that stone that is so hard to design that the builders are throwing it rejecting it completely throwing it away from their site they don't want to deal with that stone they worked so hard on trying to put it into the building and for so long that now after realizing in the end of the way that they are not able to put it into the building they feel that that stone is um, it, like waste their time and was too much of an effort for them to deal with and they they discussed from that stone limos even maasu to limos something it's meant to be discussed from that thing you you are discussed from something filthy from something that stinks that smells bad this is something that you moes that you that you you are discussed from that thing now that stone that the builders about the Shekhinah, first of all, maybe it's important to mention that the righteous people who are building, they are the real builders of Komat HaShekhinah, of the, the Shekhinah, the, the, the loving spirit of, of the Creator, that amazing, amazing um, spiritual building of all generations. So those righteous ones, they are building the floor of the Shekhinah in every generation and generation. Means that they are trying to correct and to fix the, the souls of the people of their generation and to correct them in a way that they will be useful for the building of the Shekhinah. They are those holy stones and they're putting them everyone in its place, in the place that he can be used for the Shekhinah. The righteous ones, they have the ability to know what every soul is able to do and they're guiding us and teaching us and leading us to achieve um, the the true potential of our souls and when they find themselves that one of the stones are not good for them to use is very very hard for them to work on and to and to design and to and to fix to the right shape that is needed and required for the sake of that building they just put it aside and then another builder in the next generation another righteous man another righteous person is coming and trying to continue the work of the first builder of the earlier generation and he comes and he is dealing with new stones 
in another pile or in the same pile stones that the first builder was not dealing with as, at all yet he didn't reach that so it was not in his job at all and also he sees all those stones that that builder chose not to use and also that one that he been discussed with by that he was not able to deal with at all so he threw it away such a hard stone to deal with and he, the second builder, the second generation righteous man, is trying to put as many stones as he able to with the precious time that he gets from the Creator, his lifetime, to put as many souls into the building. And again, those ones that he's able are correct and fixed and rising and their soul is being corrected and can rest in peace in heaven. And those ones that he's not using will move to the next generation. They will have a reincarnation in the next lifetime, another opportunity to be... A, maybe the next builder will be able to find the right location, the right spot for every one of those stones. And this is how lifetimes takes place. There are souls that are very, very stubborn, that are refusing to surrender to the guidings of the righteous ones in every generation. And they are the ones who are being rejected from one generation to the next. And they, as, as, um, as hard and as painful as it sounds, they are just rolling in and out, back and forth, into this world in another lifetime and in another lifetime. And they are just crashing into the world for another opportunity. And those builders, those righteous ones, they're trying to do the best that they can in, in their time, in their under their, the limitation um, of, of their uh, time that they have um, of their lifetime by the Creator. And they're trying to put those stones into that structure, into the building of the Shekhinah. And like we said, few of them, they're able to, they're using new stones, new souls that coming down in every generation. And while they work, they also recognize some of the stones that the first builders were not able to use. And they find a way to put them in higher floors, in higher levels, because they were not belonged into the first floors, into the first layers, to the first lines of, of stones, of bricks. And now they found a use for them, and they can use them, and they're putting them in. But there is one stone, and this is the most stubborn stone. This is the stone that no builder is able to use. Is trying to set it, and to fix it, and to design it, and to break it, and to correct it. And nothing works with that soul. Can you recognize that soul? Do you, do you know that soul? Do you know who that soul is? Yes, it's you. You are right, you guessed right, it's you, it's us. Those are the ones who are staying for the last generation, for the last builder. And they are the soul that will become the, the headstone. It becomes to be the central stone that brings the stability um, to the main arch of the entrance of the... Of the of of that building and I will show it to you a little bit as much as the Creator will have mercy on me and will stabilize my hand for me to be able to illustrate that wonderful
explanation properly. That's how it goes. Hopefully, I'm going to continue being stable here. Very nice. Thank you, Hashem. Wonderful. We made it. Great. Boom. 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 All right. Are you ready? Okay. I'm going to continue showing you that wonderful illustration of mine. Very nice. Okay. Do you see? That's the building. Not all of it, but that's part of it. You see, that is the work of the first builder of the first generation. Though there are the stones that first generation's righteous people were able to put into the building. Second generation came and put those stones into third generation and on and on and on. In the last generation, in the end, you need to put that stone. This is the stone that is the head of that main arch for the entrance to the Binyan Hashkina, to that amazing correct, correct and fixed um, house of the Shekhinah, the Shekhinah itself, the souls of Israel, the correction of all the souls. And the stone, the verse is telling us that the stone that was too hard for all the builders that build and design this wonderful structure in all the generations, the stone that was the hardest one for them to use and to design, that will be the one to put on top of the main arch in the entrance. And then every person, and of course the Creator Himself, when comes into that holy place to see the correction of that structure of the holy souls, the building of the Shekhinah, of the Mishkan, he first of all sees that Even Harosha, the headstone of that arch. And those are our souls. Those are the souls that were not able to be corrected, to be fixed and to be set into the um, into the floors and into the layers of the building. And now after this explanation, I will translate this text for you and you're going to hear it again. And there is something very deep in that verse as well. And I'm going to mention it to you while reading it from this text. So the verse is saying, Even ma'asu habonim haita lerosh pina. That stone that the builders been discussed, um, discussed. One second. One moment, please. Discussed of. That's how I need to say it. Thank you so much, Hadasa. Thank you so much. Discussed of. Um, they were discussed of that stone. The builders. They were not able to deal with it. She, that stone, it became the head of the arch. Um, now, the first letters of that verse, Even ma'asu habonim haita lerosh pina, Aleph, Mem, Hey, Hey, Lamed, and Pei, those are the first um, letters. There is a secret in those first letters. When we're going to read the text, we're going to understand a little bit more about that secret, what it represents, what it's 
coming to tell us. So that one that the builders were discussed of, he is the one that in him we can see the first letters of that verse. Aleph and Fe, those are the first and last um the first letters of the first and the last words, Af. Af is anger. When we say Af, Af means nose, but it reflects, it express angers and 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 um and like um like smoke that comes out of the nostrils of, of the dragon or something like that. Charon Apo. I'm sure that in English you have a concept um, that uh, a word, uh, uh, a combination of words that will explain that, but I don't know how you say that in English. But in Hebrew you say Charon Af and it represents judgments and it re represents um, dinim and, um, and anger. So, that anger, af, you can see the first letter, we're using now the first letter of the first word and the first letter of the last word, pina, af, so that anger, mahal, mem is the first letter of the second word, and hey is the first letter of the third word, and lamed is the first letter of the fifth word in that verse, mahal. What does it mean, mahal? Mahal means mixed, stirred, that the Creator, and, and the letter He that we stayed with, that is the first letter of the fourth word, it represents, it, that He represents Hashem. So Hashem brought anger into it. So that one, that person, that the builders they rejected, they been discussed of. He is the one that the Creator, He represents Hashem, Mahal, stirred, mixed, Af, angers, judgments. So that stone that been rejected by the builders is the one who took the judgments on it. Those are the souls who suffered the most. Those are the souls who, um, that, that judgments been bland in their lives and they were not able to correct and to fix because that judgments and, and all the, 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 the trials that took place in their generations broke them to pieces and destroyed them and they failed in their correction and therefore they passed to the next generation, like we explained before. So the Creator, He brought down judgments on those souls who have been rejected by the builders. Why they were rejected by the builders? Like we said, because they were stubborn, because they were not surrendering to the guidings, to the rules, to the halachot, to, to the shulchan aruch, to the, to the advice of the righteous ones. If you have a child or a student that you want to help him, that you want to teach him, you do the best that you can for him to help him and to assist him as long as he listens to you, as long as he is he surrendering to you and trying to follow your advice. But if you have one student that rebels all the time, that doesn't listen to you, that no matter what you tell him, he goes to the other direction, that he doesn't follow your advice, that he doesn't care about what you say, that he just wants to express himself and to do what he wants to do and to go all the way with that and on and on and on. 
in the end you're going to have to reject him at least at least that what that happened in the generations now we need to remember that we're talking about the soul of adam that is being dressed in all the souls of all the people in all the generations and all the things that happens to the individual in the same time are happening to all the rest of the world as well means that you have struggles okay everyone have got, got have struggles you have difficulties yes everyone are facing difficulties challenges yes challenges to all everyone are going through those things everyone are being tested now some of us are able to surrender and to nullify themselves to the divine will of heaven and some of us are still fighting still kicking and not not able to to do and to follow the advice of the righteous ones so that one that been this that the builders this discussed of been discussed of he's the one who fell into the place of judgments he's the one that the husks grabbed him the most he's the one who fell into 50 gates of tumah he is the one that been compared to that stone that the builders the ones who built the floors of the Shekhinah, those are the holy builders, the righteous ones, the righteous ones of every generation, they've been disgusted of him. And they rejected him in all kinds of rejections. So now, look at yourself. All kinds of rejections that you've been rejected until today, if it's in relationships, if it's while trying to learn Torah, if it's while trying to apply to a, a, a very good job, to get a new job, if it's to, to, to accept a mortgage, to get a mortgage approved, if it's to, to, to join a certain community, if it's to, to, to get into a college or something like that, and you've been rejected, all kinds of rejections are the experience of those souls. And that is the soul of Adam and Eve that is rolling and getting into us from the first generation inside our bodies in the in the reincarnations in the in the lifetimes of the souls and spirits from the earliest time of them all and that soul those souls that are being rejected from the garden of eden from its own success to its disgrace and failure to an exile of over 70 years eternal exile from eternity that soul fell into this lifetime as a person who lives inside a body in a temporary world for you there are only 70 years 80 years 100 years of difficulties and challenges and obstacles and ups and downs and right and left all those are taking place in a world that is dark that feels like exile and that is the exile, that is the rejection. That is the rejection of the first man and his wife Eve, that they've been rejected from the Garden of Eden to a world of calamity, of difficulties, of challenges, of darkness, of pain and sorrow and failures. And the exile that the soul is experiencing feels for every one of us like eternity. It feels to us like we're stuck here for good when we are actually suffering from the separation from eternity, from infinity. The exile that we are experiencing is to live life of um, temporary life of imagination that seems like 
It takes forever. We suffer forever in a temporary world. That's how we feel. And that's the punishment. And that's the judgments that every one of us feels as the loss of eternity. And the, and the losses are the losses that we're all experiencing. That you lost your watch and you lost your car and you lost your mate and you lost your opportunity and you lost your job and he lost his shoes and they lost their goggles. Everyone lost something. They lost their wisdom. They lost their, God forbid, some relative. Everyone lost something. Those are the losses that we're talking about. And the reflection of all of those topics that we are talking about are taking place in the lives of all of us together as one. And all of us are included in that soul of Adam and Eve. And that soul of Adam and Eve will come back to be the headstone of the arch of the entrance to that house. That is the chosen stone in the end to finalize, to seal, to complete that holy building and the top arch. And in that stone, in the end of time, will be seen and recognized all the colors and all the beauty. And it is the stone who is welcoming and accepting the face of the Creator that he will enter into that holy place. That the Creator said, Asuli Mishkan, build that place for me. And I'm going to live inside of you. That is Komata Shechina. This is the floor of that loving spirit of, of the Creator. And that stone, the main stone, is the stone that is that main stone represents the soul of the Mashiach. That the Mashiach himself, he is the leader, he is the builder of the last generation, and he is the one who will know how to bring into that building all the stones, all the souls that been rejected until now. And he is the beloved child of the Creator. He is the one who knows how to tie back all the children of the Creator, all the children of this creation in the end of the exile to bring them all back into that holy structure of the Shekhinah Dusha. And he, when he will bring us into that place, into the head of that holy arch, he will tie us into infinity. And the angers of judgments will not hit us anymore. And there will be no more judgments, no more difficulties, only love and happiness and, and mercy and blessing. When a person wants to rise to that highest level of them all, for that he needs to work as much as he can to nullify himself to the heavenly will of the Creator. And the Creator wants you to shine. In our generation, the main mission that is on our shoulders, in our mind, supposed to be in our heart, is to execute the great qualities of our spirit, to use them, to reveal them, to be who you are, to find the true beautiful nature that the Creator treasured inside of you and to reveal that. This is the work of Mashiach. G'dulatenu v'tifartenu yegale Mashiach tzidkenu. The Messiah, the Mashiach, he will reveal our beauty and our glory, our grace, our qualities, 
That's exactly how that stone had been rejected. It had been rejected because it was not tall enough, because it was not skinny enough, because it was not blonde, because it was not with blue eyes, because it was not wealthy enough, because it was not intelligent enough, because it had an, a weird laugh, it had um, thick eyebrows, it had large ears, it didn't know how to dance, it didn't know how to read, it didn't know how to 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 subscribe to YouTube channels, it didn't know how to translate articles, it didn't qualify for that job, they never accepted him to be a pilot, they never allowed him enter into the synagogue, they rejected him from this job, from that job, they deny his request to join the community, the college, they didn't allow him entering into the club, into the discotheque, into that um, theater, they told him that in that um, golf club, um, Jews and black and dogs are not allowed to play, and on and on and on and on and on. And all those horrible rejections that all of us experience during thousands of years of exile, those are the rejections that denied our true potential to be expressed. Because if we would not be denied, we might have been could have been the best golf players and the best workers in that company and the best dancers in that place and the best singers and who knows which high levels we could have achieved if we wouldn't be rejected by the builders and the righteous ones of the earlier generations. But it was all for a purpose. It was all for a reason. And that purpose and that reason is that in the end of time, we will be used to welcome everyone and to allow everyone in <clears throat> and to accept and to bless and to embrace and to hug everyone into that amazing house of the Shekhinah, of that loving spirit of God. And we are the ones that our colors are shining the most and that our qualities are the most beautiful and most colorful and, 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 and satisfying to look at. And that's why we are being chosen to be set in that wonderful top of the arch, of the divine arch, of the holy um, dorm of Hashem place of Hashem, the place of the Shekhinah Kedoshah, the Mishkan HaKadosh. And for you guys, if you still don't understand how beautiful you are, so Bezrat Hashem, I hope I'll be able to give another class tonight, close to midnight, and if not, I uh, thank God gave a few thousands of lectures until today, and you can find them. And hopefully the Creator will allow us to continue and spread this light um, to thousands on thousands and soon Bezrat Hashem with help from heaven. Millions of people will listen to those great talks and words of inspiration and hope and the light will shine and will break through the curtains of imagination and darkness and our brightness and our glory 
and our true beauty and grace will shine to welcome everyone to join the Shekhinah Kedusha and the nation of Israel in their travels to Zion, to Yerushalayim, to the holy house of Hashem, to call him in his name and to accept his face with great honor. Thank you and bless you. Amen. Shum dafal vado, yatsotim.